Hey, Jim. Hey, Dio. How's it going? It's been a while. It's been a while. We haven't recorded in almost two weeks. Oh my gosh! I think. But we are having sex. We've had quite a bit of sex. (laughs) (laughs) Which is awesome! (laughs) So, podcasts and sex are mutually exclusive (laughs) to relationships. So, if you're not having sex, you might try podcasting to, to pass the time. But if you are having sex, you probably don't want to start a podcast. No. Or you But actually, we have been having sex and we're going to podcast, which is quite... doing both. (laughs) Right. But we should fear for our sex lives now. Oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) With that ominous warning, welcome to the Intimacy Cadre. Podcast. (laughs) What are we talking about today? We're talking about touch. We're talking about touch, Mm -hmm. and I think you wanted to talk about sound. Sound. Touch. touch. What feels good, what doesn't. Sometimes that's the same, sometimes that's different, different depending on many things. And we mean that more in an intimate, sexual, you mean sexual context. Mm -hmm. Although we could talk about it, like, in a non-sexual context. Let's not. Okay. All right. I mean... (laughs) (laughs) I do not like to get punched in the face. <laughs> Let's get that out of the way. Yeah. Me either. <laughs> but sometimes a good slap during sex oh, it feels pretty good. Oh, yeah. Not in the face, though. <laughs> no. Well, you haven't tried. I guess. Yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> Next time. Next time. <laughs> so what, what do you like and not like? What do you... You've made some discoveries recently about things that weren't necessarily feeling good touch-wise in sex, and you're making discoveries of what exactly that is. Yeah. I'm always learning more about myself, which is exciting, and my body. And for a long time, there's been a spot that appears sometimes, but not always, that it kind of hurts. And it was, it's like between my clit and my vag opening closer to the vag. And I always thought that perhaps that was just, I don't know, just a sore spot from like wearing pants or I don't know. I didn't know what it was because Mm -hmm. it didn't really, I didn't ever notice it until we were like having sex or doing things. I'd be like, oh, mostly I think I notice it from hands as opposed to like when there's pen. <laughs> yeah, I guess I do notice it from tongue too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it seems to not be as noticeable when I'm just heavily lubricated. Uh-huh. But often the lubrication is inside me and hasn't spilled out yet. And that spot gets touched and, and then okay. I notice it. What I heard you say was mm-hmm. there's a spot between your clitoris, which is at the top of your vulva, mm-hmm. and your vaginal opening. Yeah. And it's closer, in your case, to in your my vaginal, vag- yeah. vaginal opening. Yeah. What is it? Uh, <laughs> are you on the edges of your seat <laughs> wondering what the fuck it is? Or there well, are women who know their bodies and are like, like God ah, damn it. Yeah, <laughs> come on, DL. That's like basic anatomy. Well, I was reading the book. The, the Women's Anatomy of Arousal. Yes, and it's very enlightening and illuminating often, every time I read it. And the woman was talking about the urethra and how that spot can be very sensitive in a not 
sexual, not good way, mm-hmm. sensitive to the, in the owl way to, for some women. And she was explaining where it's located. Sometimes it's up closer to the clit and sometimes it's actually slightly inside the, the vagina. Wow. Slightly. I know. So it can be in a lot of different places depending on what your body is and looks like. So I, the other day, was in the shower and busted out my trusty mirror that I often use to check myself out because I'm like, wait, what's that? I'm feeling this. What's this? Let's see if I can see all the things. And I was peeling the folds back and, and noticed the spot because it, like, it was already kind of sensitive from something. And I'm like, oh my God, that's it. That's the urethra. And I peed out of it just to make sure mm-hmm. because it was kind of hidden in some folds and stuff and it looked clearly like a hole. And I wanted to make sure. So I peed out of it mm-hmm. and I watched myself pee. It was pretty hot. <laughs> <laughs> and T-shiro. Who am I to judge? And I was like, oh my gosh. So it felt like such a huge revelation like oh my god i that's what that is that's that part of me that sometimes is uncomfortable and sometimes stays a little bit sore after the fact especially if there's hands involved or tongues i want to um take this into even more anatomy without asking you an anatomical question (laughs) but in this book the g-spot area Mm -hmm. in her theory is something that is actually the urethral sponge. So the urethra is the opening um, and the sponge surrounds the urethra. And, it's wrapped around it like and, a... And it has a sort of rigid, ridgy kind of mm-hmm. feel to it. Mm-hmm. And from the inside, when you're pressing what has been called the G-spot, really in her belief, what you're actually doing is touching along the... Um, the, the vaginal wall is pressed up against the urethral sponge, and this is highly pleasurable for you. So it's yes. interesting to me to hear you talk about the opening itself being an unpleasure, no mm-hmm. unless it's lubricated, heavily yeah. lubricated. Or just it doesn't, I don't really feel any, it doesn't feel painful if it's heavily lubricated, right. but the spot itself doesn't bring pleasure. Doesn't but, bring pleasure. Mm-hmm. But if you're touching or stroking, against the g-spot it can Mm -hmm. be orgasm not only orgasmic you can have an orgasm oh yeah yeah that's just interesting it is it is there's so many different arguments Mm -hmm. about what that actually is that Mm -hmm. makes a lot of sense to me though assuming that she's right which was probably an unsafe assumption but it feels convincing to me if you read this book and the diagrams (laughs) It is really interesting to me that we, in the same basic body part, is an area that you wildly like and mm-hmm. an area that doesn't feel good or at most is neutral. At best is neutral to you. It doesn't feel pleasurable. No, it doesn't. It's it's almost like a spot that feels dry and abrasive when something rubs over it. And for some women, it may not feel unpleasurable. Yeah, and for some women, the G-spot area also doesn't feel pleasurable. Yeah. Or maybe the outside feels pleasurable. Totally. I guess the point is, 
there's a lot of different ways women like things or don't like things. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure that's true for us guys too. There Mm -hmm. are things we like to be touched at and things we don't like to be touched at. And there isn't some rule that says this is supposed to be a pleasure zone. What's wrong with you? Because you don't feel pleasure here. Yeah. And the pleasure can move around. Like sometimes I feel like certain spots, I don't have a whole lot of sensation and other times in the same spot. Like it's just like, pulsating with sensation Mm -hmm. depending on perhaps where i am in my cycle or how aroused i am i have no idea Mm -hmm. it's pretty cool (laughs) awesome (laughs) there's no magic formula you just have to what every day might be different every sexual experience may be different so what else feels good on you what else feels good or not good Mm. <laughs> so many things feel good and I think the when I was able to start expanding my zones of pleasure or arousal is that what you call them your zones erogenous of, zones yeah when I <laughs> when I was able to expand them beyond my clit like the all of a sudden my whole body was like open game for for experiencing these really intense levels of pleasure which is really awesome so i can have so can we talk about your breasts yeah (laughs) (laughs) is that okay yeah you recently had an experience so you don't you didn't always feel amazing pleasure in your breasts having them touched caressed no sometimes yes and no i mean it was kind of hit or miss yeah yeah but now you've been having occasionally some nipple gasms orgasmic yeah like legit orgasms legit orgasms yeah. not just orgasmic but mm-hmm. orgasm mm-hmm. from from yourself touching me touching yeah you. from you <laughs> i haven't been able to give myself an orgasm. <laughs> and i was i did witness one recently yeah. which was pretty pretty intense because i've also been with you long enough to see differences in how you respond and it's pretty cool to see Things that may not have been as pleasurable be super pleasurable mm-hmm. for you. But that doesn't mean that they're always super pleasurable no, for you. No, no. Which is another interesting thing. What it do you, is. What do you think causes the... I don't know. Is it energy? Hormones, energy, connection, uh-huh. arousal. I feel like I intuitively get that it won't always be the same. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, I think people want a how-to manual. Yeah, like, like how do I get my lady off? How <laughs> right. do I get my dude off? Try it. Go here. Then go do here. this. Try but... this technique. <laughs> and sometimes they work and sometimes they don't. Or yeah. for some women, maybe it always works. Maybe the same things always work for some women. Or men. And or, or men. men. I think men, by reputation, it's thought of to always be the same, even though I don't think that's necessarily true yeah, either. Yeah, yeah. Like, for instance, um, you have spots on your neck, but I'm careful not to go at them the same way because I think it would get boring. Mm, yeah. If I went the same way mm-hmm. or always gave it attention, mm-hmm. you'd be probably like, okay, uh, I loved it, but now it's, I'm grown up. Been numb there, to done it. that. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? I don't know because if, as I expand my erogenous zones, it's like anything is, is possible. Yeah, you've had spots on your like elbow. Yeah, my elbow gasms. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not like I go to the elbow all the time. No, no. Yeah. No, it, that's interesting. And then there are spots that you tend to be quite sensitive. But you're not always sensitive. So areas that aren't don't feel as good for you. You mm-hmm. have an area 
kind of under your breast, tends to be under your breast, mm -hmm. that on the one side, only on the one side, that doesn't it's not sensitive. Yeah, that, yeah. That can be super sensitive in a not positive way. And I think in the past, I may have wanted to just break through that, like, oh, maybe if I just like let it go for a little bit longer, it eventually will start feeling good. But I think it's hard to stay in it mentally, emotionally, when something isn't feeling quite good and does it and continues to not feel good. That's where the voice piece comes in, like communicating. Mm -hmm. Hey, can you move over a little bit? Hey, can you like soften your touch or harden your touch? Or mm -hmm. Yeah, you saying that also made me wonder how well do people know each other's areas that they like? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or is someone going to an area that you told them that you like and you're not really as into it anymore, but you're afraid to say something because... Mm, <laughs> you don't want to hurt their feelings. Hurt their feelings. <laughs> <laughs> and then there are things that I have disliked with some partners and love with other partners. And yeah. With you. Like, early in my life, I was convinced I didn't like people rubbing their hair fingers through my hair. And that's... Not true. I actually mm -hmm. love it. <laughs> I love doing it, so I'm glad that you like it. <laughs> There's some things that I wish you liked more, but like your nipples, your nipples, because they're so fun to play with. <laughs> <laughs> but knowing that I'm also like, well, I should see where I can open my er erogenous zones. Mm -hmm. and I think I have further to go than you do. Mm -hmm. I don't think I have quite as many areas that feel bothersome to me but then that changes too like if you're going down on me for instance and giving me oral sex there are times my penis is super sensitive and everything you do might feel good in a way but it can feel too intense and it's like mm. it ain't working and then there are other times you can be um going to town com with complete aggression and that's what feels that's actually yeah, what feels good yeah Every time is so different. <laughs> That's definitely true in my penis. Yeah. I don't, sometimes I have full sensitivity in it. Sometimes I'm like, I don't know what's going on down there. Mm. <laughs> sometimes I don't have a ton of feeling inside my vag. Like maybe if we haven't had a lot of like foreplay or something, mm -hmm. like the, everything hasn't woken up mm -hmm. yet. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So some of these things can be due to. Perhaps menstrual cycles. Yeah. Whatever men's cycles are that we're still There's trying something. to figure out. Yeah. <laughs> Hormones, mm -hmm. aging, mm -hmm. diet, stress, stress, whatever's going on between you and yeah. the other person. Uncommunicated things. Yeah. There yeah. are a lot of yeah. moving parts and that can change what feels good or not feels good. I know that when we need to talk about something or I need to talk about something and then we end up doing that. We've talked about this before, how that I the intensity of closeness that I feel toward you and warmth and openness and arousal just like zooms up <laughs> in degrees after the thing has been communicated. True. And there are moments we can, when I get in that total zone of love with you, there's all kinds of ways you can touch me that sometimes wouldn't feel good normally that suddenly feel good. Yeah. There are all kinds of 
Yeah, I'm just going to repeat myself, so I'm going <laughs> to stop myself right there. <laughs> I had another thing that I really like. I really like it when you make noises when mm. we have sex. Yeah. It really... I like it when you do, too. <laughs> like, a lot. And last night, my son was there, and he was up late and talking to his friends. And, and pacing outside pacing the door. The <laughs> yeah. And that was distracting for me. Those mm-hmm. were sounds that were not your sounds. Yeah, and at the same time, I wasn't as vocal as I normally am, which is was kind of cool to just observe about myself because I feel like that is the piece of me that has been the most shy or quiet yeah. or whatever you'd word you would use blocked maybe is the sound piece the voice piece and I feel like I've that's been more open in me and it really helps move the energy it really does something and last night I was like pinching that back and though sometimes that can be a turn-on to be really (laughs) quiet when you need to be but last night I was like oh my god I can't quite move the energy like I like to because I'm I can't get my voice into it yeah and that was really fascinating to witness in myself and i found myself noticing the sounds more than i wanted to mm. that in your head was banging against <laughs> the wall my head i'm like and ah, we couldn't ah. seem to move on the bed <laughs> get out of there every time i'd move we end up in that same he has a bed spot. That, like yeah <laughs> <laughs> but the sounds of my child sometimes the sounds of zoe the dog, dog mm-hmm. get in the way yeah and other times she can be barking and barking and barking. I don't care. I think that I used to be more sensitive to, to I, I was more of a quiet sex person because I had to be, or felt like I had to be because of kids around and mm. like, I don't know why I felt like I needed to mute those sounds because of kids. Why not let ki- kids hear like good sex? Sounds like another podcast. It sounds like... <laughs> <laughs> But I was like, sometimes kids are like sleeping, little babies are sleeping next to me and stuff. And you don't want to like, you know, mm-hmm. wake them up. And I noticed how different it feels to be able to use my voice now and how powerful mm-hmm. and how effectively it moves energy. Totally moves energy mm-hmm. really well. Mm-hmm. I really respond well to sound, not just yours, but if I can get my sound into it. Mm. Sometimes I can't always get the sexual breathing into it. Yeah. It's great when I can. Yeah. But sound feels like something I can call on at any time. God, it's so good. Unless my child is <laughs> running lurking the outside the door. <laughs> 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 In which case, yeah, we have to be quieter or at a public campground where the We're so are... quiet <laughs> and the campsites are right next to each other. But then, like, what's the big deal? Like, I want... That's a question, too, that I always think about like yeah. what is the big deal of people here us having sex or uh, also the default towards quiet why is quiet more important the why yeah. is, is that the bound you know i guess that's a boundary right quiet is a boundary anyone can set their boundaries and like a campground quiet hours or 10 o'clock i can't set a boundary please be loud please be loud. you're not loud enough because i want to have sex and you're Messing me You're up. Too quiet. <laughs> You're too quiet. Everybody start making noise. Let your kids play till hours. Yeah. And I l- blast your music, please. It is interesting. <laughs> I don't. I can't say that I've ever been bothered by the sounds of people having sex, whether it's like in an adjacent hotel room or campground or whatever. I haven't either, but a lot of people are. Yeah, they are. Yeah. They're bothered by. <laughs> yes. 
I just wonder why that even exists. I'm like, why do I even feel like I need to be quiet? I don't know. No say. So, so. So, <laughs> There are things we like and there are things we don't like. That's, yeah. of course, natural. Those and it, they constantly change. Constantly change. Yeah. Touch, sound. Your discovery around your urethra. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and, uh. Which is very exciting discovery. Communication. All mm-hmm. that can feel like a little repetitive, but it does feel like there's a little new things in us that we wanted to share around around that urethra mm-hmm. discovery. Because yeah. it helps me know how to touch you better and understand. It helps you understand why, like, there's nothing emotionally wrong with me that but I don't... That, yeah, yeah, but that, like, hurts. Why does that spot hurt? Like, right. I don't have a sore there or anything. Like, it was just always kind of confusing. Yeah. So it's all really cool to me. Yeah. Um, other thing that's cool is that we've got our workshop coming up May 5th through 7th. Yay! Intimacy Playground. Boulder Hot Springs, Boulder, Montana. And it's open to singles and couples. Mm-hmm. And we have a lot of or stuff. Or threesomes or foursomes or whatever, <laughs> whatever year. We have a lot of information on our website around cost and accommodations and food and everything. Good food, good soaking, good company. What is our website? Intimacycadre.org. And you're DL and I'm Jim. Yeah. And you can reach us also by email at intimacycadre at gmail.com. We may have some other events coming up too. We haven't dis- fully decided yet, but we had a really lovely sex chat the other night. That was awesome. I think we want to do more of those informal chats. Yeah, it was good. If you don't live in the Bozeman area, tough luck. Find your own group. and <laughs> Create your own. Yeah, create your own group. Or just like talk about sex with your friends. If you want to do that in your own towns, reach out to us and we'll help you figure out what to do. It's not that hard to do because mm-hmm. um, we've think people should be having these conversations. Yeah, if normalize the conversation. <laughs> if you're in Bozeman, yeah, we would like to know you. Yeah. <laughs> We're somewhere else nearby in Montana. Yeah. Yes, please. Okay, so that's... That's all for this episode. <laughs> episode. We may have a long one coming, coming Ooh, up. coming. <laughs> coming, <Yes>. coming. <laughs> Depends if we're having too much sex to podcast again. <laughs> I hope that we are. <laughs> We're also going on the road, so we may not be podcasting oh, yeah. as much. Can we podcast from the road? No, we can't podcast. Possibly. Mm. I'll bring it just in oh case. Oh my gosh, that would be so cool. We could from Salt Lake, probably. Wow. Yeah, we could. <laughs> We're coming to Salt Lake. Hit us up. <laughs> Hit us up, friends. <laughs> much love, everyone. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. <laughs>